Alex Del Sordo, and this is A Coach's Yelling, Season 2, Episode 1. I cannot believe we've made it this far. With me today, I have three coaches that are not only part of the Premier Rowing League, but they are powerhouses in their own right and programs around the country. We have someone, Chicago, California, Atlanta. I'm going to start with um, Chris Leonard all the way out on the West Coast. He is the head coach of the Southwest Armada. Chris, you are opinionated, but you always back it up with amazing coaching. You're damn good at what you do. Welcome to season two, episode one. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it because normally it's uh, you're opinionated and kind of a jerk. So that's good. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. You know the format. I don't need to tell you anything. Uh, next up, an Australian-born man with a mustache that beats I mean, Mike Ditka is jealous of what, what this guy can put on his face. They call him Diggers. Matt Dignan, welcome to the show. Hey, mate. That's, uh, that Ditka praise is very, very high, very high, especially given the location I'm at now. <laughs> and you are the head coach, the men's rowing coach of Chicago Rowing Foundation, but also the head coach of the Midwest Frozen Tundra, a team that just dominated yesterday in uh, the junior category. So congratulations. Yeah, thanks, mate. Good showing. Very good showing there from the athletes. And 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 now Sarah Lowe, a uh, in Atlanta, uh, the Southeast Storm. She is representing the league better than I think anybody out there right now. Her Instagram is on fire every single day. Sarah Lowe, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm really excited to be here for sure. Oh, I am jacked up. Now we're gonna get right into it. Sarah. I'm gonna go with you first. Out of all the countries in the world, okay, which country does junior rowing best and why? You're on the clock. I'm ready. So I interpreted this question as junior rowing is the focus, right? So if we're talking about juniors, they're all kids. We're looking at keeping them in the sport soon, getting them in, keeping them in, developing them over the long term. So my answer is United States because Ooh. you choose the option, you can have it. You want to participate at a low level, it's there. You want to participate at a high level, it's there. I'm not saying it's perfect, certainly not, but in terms of developing youth rowers, developing junior rowers, I think the U.S. does it the best. Wow. Well, then I'm going to just stop you right there at 35 seconds. I have a massive opinion, and I think you're wrong, but I'm the host, and I got to move on. So we're going to bring Chris in. Sarah, great job. I'm going to give you four points on that one. Solid work there. Um, I, I really liked I liked your answer. Concise. That's why you got an extra point. Chris, you know the question. What country does it best and why? You're on the clock. Yeah, I, I disagree as much as I'm a United States fan as you flag behind me and on my coffee mug and all of that. But um, I think GB does the best. And it's, I, I took it a little bit differently than Sarah and, and looking at the entire kind of system and how they're keeping people in the system. I think that's a really uh, been a challenge in the United States system, especially on the, the men's side. Um, and if we're looking at collegiate programs, it's getting dominated more and more and more by people from, from GB, especially on the men's side that are, are coming in and showing up all of these U S rowers that think they're studs in, in the country and they're coming in and they're rowing super well. They're starting out sculling and learning how to move a boat and coming in and showing up all the, the United States people that just row eights and, and big boats all the time. 
I'm going to stop you there. Um, you know, Chris, you're going to have to learn how to con how to answer the why behind things. Okay, Sarah did a really good job <laughs> answering why. You just said GB. So moving on, I know that this guy is going to disagree with both of you. Diggers, come on in. You know the question. You're from Australia. I'm probably just going to say you're going to choose Australia, but you're on the clock. Yeah, 100%, mate. I think, uh, you know, uh, Sarah, if it was the U.S., then why are there no U.S. rowers in the IRA eight final in the eights? I think that's... You know, for junior rowing, like if you want to talk about, I'm talking about the junior experience and I'm talking about speed coming out of that. Australia, I think, does the best. Biggest reason is exposure. Everywhere I've gone and all the people I've spoken to about junior rowing, it's always some like weird little like, not almost kind of secret thing like, oh, my afternoons I go off and I kind of play around in boats. In Australia, everyone knows rowing. Everyone knows a rower. We're all, we may not have much water, but... We're all on the coast, so we can always find somewhere where the rowing is. And once you get into the sport, it's not like over here where it's segregated, where you have you know your juniors, then your college, then your elite. I remember the first time I rode with an Olympian, I was a sophomore in high school. You know, you're getting in and, and you're rowing with the guys that are the best, fires you up. Not to mention our last race of the year, we have over 10,000 people come to watch eight high schools race. All right, stop. One minute, man. All right, so listen. All right, you guys are going to have to learn how to do better. Like, Diggers, obviously, you killed it. You got six points there. But now, Sarah, I'm going to bring you in as a rebuttal, okay? Because clearly everyone was attacking you on your answer. Sarah, you got a minute. I want to hear your response after what those two guys just said. I mean, I, all I would say is, sure, everybody does it great. But let's look at the size of the country that we're dealing with in the U.S. In terms of getting the most kids involved at whatever level they want to develop, there's no question. It's not just like one option, one school you go to, like one great big name. It's everywhere. And yes, things we need to improve, access we need to improve, all of those things. Not perfect, but in terms of making a lot with a little, still going to stand by USA. All right. I like it. Now, listen, USA has been wrong. Like GB has been rolling the longest. Australia is a smaller country. Sarah, I, I, I kind of like it. And, and I love just, Chris is just sitting here drinking his coffee, pouring himself, relaxing. <laughs> He's down three, you're down three points to diggers right now. So just know that going in. Question number two is coming up after a word from our sponsors. back and just a quick recap of where we are diggers six points sarah five she got one at the end there and chris three pouring your coffee i mean bring the a game bud all right now the second question kind of similar in the junior category so you all are fantastic coaches have been winning races a long time but now i want to know other than your team that you coach okay which other junior program in the country does it better than you or does it the best? You're on the clock. Um, mate, I've, you know, I racked my brains a little about this. Um, from what my uh, experience has been, especially coming into coaching, I think Sarasota crew. Um, I think they're really up there. I think, you know, from what I've seen, kind of what I've heard talked about when I was at Cal and then um, them being a relatively new team and then kind of coming up and winning small boats, winning the eights, winning kind of across the board. You know, they've obviously got the facilities down there. They've got the weather. Um, they've got kind of all the infrastructure in place to just continue to success. And, you know, the athletes down there, you hear a lot about just Florida athletes and all sports in general. And it seems like Sarasota crews kind of tapped into that in the, uh, in the rowing world. So that's why I think they're kind of, yeah, probably someone who does it, does it pretty well. 
Awesome. Nice work. Uh, you got one point on that. Uh, I wanted to get a little bit more of like why. Uh, yeah, they row year round and they're good. But, you know, our, <laughs> they got Clark Dean. They produced an amazing athlete. But beyond that, uh, I don't know much about them. So, Chris, you're up. You've been doing this a long time, Chris. You have been coaching juniors for a long time and had a stint at the college level. Chris, you know the answer or question. You're on the clock. Um, yeah, I thought about this for a while and uh, I kind of have a soft spot for, for this program, but I think Marin Rowing does the best. And um, part of that is, is Sandy Armstrong, and she's been there since the beginning, uh, but it's been 50 years of Marin being in the conversation for a national title on both sides every year. And I, I don't think there's really any other program that does that. And it's been a ton of different coaches on at least the men's side. Sandy's been coaching the women forever, but they continue to do it with a new coach and new athletes and all of that stuff. And no matter what, they're in the top 10, usually within the A final on, on both sides. So I think that's the only pro junior program that I know of that's been able to do it for that long. Time, not bad. I mean, that's a way to answer a question. Multiple coaches, consistency on the women's side, and consistency top 10 year after year after year. And since I've been rowing in high school, I always knew about Marin. And they were the ones, the, the scary monsters in the West that us mainland youth guys were always nervous about. Sarah, I would say out of the group of these, you know more about junior rowing than these guys combined. I'd love, I can't wait to hear your answer. <laughs> you know the question. Go ahead, you're on the clock. Well, first up, I just want to say my original answer was actually Marin, but I don't want to just piggyback off Leonard's points. So my backup answer, close, 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 close second, Cincinnati Juniors. I know Digger's not going to be down with that. Wallen's not down with that. Fine. Here's the thing. They have been successful for so long. All of us who rode like back in high school, back in college, knew who Cincinnati Juniors were before there were any other teams in the Midwest, before there was CRF, before there was Lincoln Park. It was Cincinnati Juniors. And they were coming in. They were hosting youth nationals at, at Cincinnati for so long. Successful program, men and women, lightweights, everyone, and still very fast every time you line up against them. Man, solid answer. And, I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about the question, and it may not be, are they doing it the best right now? Cincinnati Juniors helped develop the junior program back in the 90s and early 2000s and got it to where it is today. Great answer, Sarah. You are dead even with diggers going into the final question. Chris, you are officially out of the chances of winning, but you could still get third. Not bad. We're gonna, we're gonna get your uh, answer next after we're from our sponsors. And now you made it, but I already played this. Not interested. Open your eyes, let's get it done. Take my hand, just follow me. Shadow me, I won. And we're back. So I said this at the end here, we have a dead heat right now going into the grand final between Sarah Lowe and Matt Dignan, they call them diggers. Chris, unfortunately you're out, but unlike previous episodes, I'm gonna bring you in for this final question. Now, for those watching and listening, these are all coaches of the Premier Rowing League. This is the season one and we are trying to change rowing. Rower's Choice, the Rower's Choice Network is doing everything we can to change rowing. And with that, my third and final question, going to Sarah Lowe first. Sarah, if you could choose a professional athlete, man or woman, current, former, dead, alive, doesn't matter, which professional athlete would you sign today 
to be part of your team in the Southeast Storm? I have a man and a woman because we have equal rosters. We need two athletes. So Thank my female that. athlete is Serena Williams, 100%. So competitive, not just works hard, but an ultimate competitor, knows how to win, super strong, and also mentors like the next generation of female athletes. Super important. We bring in the whole tennis population into PRL, here for it. Male athlete, are you ready? Zinedine Zidane, French soccer player. Okay, sounds weird, sure. European soccer fans, crazy. So if we get them in, that's a big win. He's a competitor, he's won the World Cup, which is bigger than the Olympics, big deal, super strong guy. And if you've ever watched soccer, everybody knows that headbutt in the World Cup final that got him kicked off. Yes. That kind of emotional play, I'll take that any day of the week. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, first off, guys, I apologize for her because she just kicked your ass on that response because she brought the heat with a man and a woman. Now you kind of have to do that. You have to follow her path and give me a man and a woman. Chris, I hope you know what soccer is. I assume you do. But let's bring Chris on off of mute. Chris, I want to know, who would you sign professional athlete for your program today in the Southwest Armada? Uh, yeah, I got you also. So um, I'll start with the, with the guys. I think for going all time, uh, Bo Jackson. Probably the, yeah. the best athlete of all time. All-star in football, baseball, unofficially the fastest 40-yard dash ever. So clearly an explosive athlete. We're doing short stuff in the Premier Rowing League, and he's insanely strong, probably still insanely strong. I think it'd be fun to see him rip some short stuff. And then going a little unorthodox on the, the women's side, I think uh, Brittany Bow, USA speed skater, 1,000-meter um, world record holder, uh, as of last year, uh, Olympic medalist. I think that translates pretty well. Clearly explosive over short distances. I mean, the thousand she did in minute 11. And generating power with her legs, I think she'd be able to to kind of hop in there and throw down some watts on the air. It'd be fun to see. Hell of an answer. You know, Bo Jackson, I would give my left arm to have that guy part of the league <laughs> and just absolutely crush an erg. The dude is legendary. And if you've seen the 30 for 30, you all know how amazing of an athlete that guy is. Diggers, you can win this thing with just one in, in 30 seconds. You can win this thing. It is a dead heat. Sarah gave you Serena. And I can't even say the guy's last name, but a professional soccer player. Diggers, do not give me some Australian pro that no one knows. So you're on the clock. No, they're both going to uh, – everyone's going to know who I picked. I'm so glad you said uh, Serena, Sarah, because I'm going to pick Venus. And you know why? You want to talk about leadership. You want to talk about, you know, being an absolute athlete. Venus was that before Serena. She's a little bit older. She's got a little bit more wisdom. And I also think she's going to be a bit better of a team player than Serena. You know, she's got a better doubles record. Serena seems a little bit like a one, you know, a one-person army. Because I think Venus will share the love a little bit more. My second, Bo Jackson was a very, very obvious choice. I went a little bit left field. I'm taking a, uh, a wrestler, professional wrestler in the Hall of Fame. He's a 201 record, Abraham Lincoln. If you want to talk about someone who can get, get the team around, get them up, give them a speech if they need it. You know, as I said, he's a Hall of Famer. I think you've got to go Abe Lincoln. He's 6'4", he's got the length, he's gritty. I mean, what more do you really need? Uh, okay. Sarah, I'm sorry. Just the uniqueness of that response. 
he takes the cake. That is absolutely hilarious. I'm still laughing. Sarah, an extremely close second. Chris, a distant third. Diggers, close it out with a true leader. I love it. I love that response. Uh, gosh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I, I, I have perfect response. And this is a perfect way to end episode one, season two of Coaches Yelling. I hope you all enjoyed what we had. Now, next week, we're going to be bringing on more PRL coaches. And uh, we might have to bring Diggers back because that was just too good. Thanks for watching.